Hey, it's me, Draw Hive, Hive Young Nation. <laughs> it's been a while, and yeah, well, like I said, it's my first time to do this podcast thing. Um, I haven't seen a lot of people doing it. Uh, I haven't studied them do it or listen to them. Okay, I've listened to a few. To me, it's more like a radio kind of thing. So sometimes you get it's hard for me to like to listen to people do their things because my mind is so sharp. I end up doing what they're doing, or even if I have an idea. I just put it out. If I have an idea, then I say somebody else do that idea. I kind of like tend to copy it. So I avoid all that. That's how my mind is like programmed. So I, I avoid it. It's like music. I do music, but um, I do listen to my favorite artists. But um, I, ha- I hardly like get the lyrics. I don't put them in my head like a lot of people like sing along and all that. I I just only get the punchlines or the few uh, lines that, <coughs> excuse me, or lyrics that really resonate with me. And yeah, something that inspires me or something. I'm like, oh, that was good. He said it like that. So I'll probably I'll say mine like this or something that triggers me to, you know, kind of like, um, do something like that yeah anyway i have to start out like that and whoever's listening to my podcast right now and i'm starting with a few listeners a few people following me a few people listening to my music and all that yeah i don't know who i am but you'll get to know who i am in time to come it's your boy dear gracious drone i'm all full of energy i'm pumped up but some days i'll be a little bit low but it's not because i'm low it's the vibe that i get even if it's positive sometimes i just want to like be on the mellow kind of side so don't worry about it just take it the way it is and in time to come we will all be interacting but for now you can always share um my content uh, follow me on my instagram follow me on my whatsapp everything you know the number will be put down my whatsapp number but my name is always draw hive whatever uh, anywhere you go that's that's how it is so the topic today I want to talk about is, um, and the reason why I started the way I started, I'll get back to that, is I just want to talk about now how we can promote our music. Uh, there are very many ways to promote it, and there's a lot of content out there. But at the same time, for us, like the indie artists, artists coming up, it's a bit hard because you have to jump on all these majors. But at the end of the day, it's up to, I think, us see what we're good at or what we can jump on um, i was watching some uh, bloggers on um, youtube um talking about all this i'm sorry i forgot their names but i will put the names out there in my next um podcast because they're my favorite there's these two people like they all sit on the couch and they're british so love him love him love him like even me doing this podcast is because i heard them talk about it so i'm like okay i'm gonna try it and here i am i'm just trying it out so yeah it's uh it's a bit crazy like um like i was saying um it's hard for me to to get other people's lyrics and not sing along to them because I, I end up copying them or that's what i put in my mind or in my head 
and it's the same thing that I do with uh, people who uh, have been doing podcasts. I've been listening to them, but I've heard that they, you know people have been doing their podcasts and all that kind of stuff. Um, like I had Ti recently talked about his daughter taking her out there, see the doctor and all that. You know the internet went crazy about that. So you know. Sometimes we just say what we say and people just, you know, judge us. Or, but I think everybody's entitled to their opinion. I've been entitled to do what they have to do. Like a parent is entitled to do that. I know the girl is older, yeah. I, from Africa, I know how it is. Because um, in Africa, you see go, people are adults, grown-ups. You see living with the, with the parents. Like, you know, they go work, come back, you know, share the bread. Something no disrespect, something even the Asians do that. And once, as long as you're living under their roof, you got to give them that respect. So, respect TI. I'm not going to criticize them on that, though I know I'm late to jump on that wagon. Like I said, I always do me. I, I didn't have even to talk about it or jump onto it. But like I was saying, I heard he has his podcast, and other people have their podcast. TI is one of my favorite artists. So... <coughs> excuse me but i haven't listened to his podcast the thing is i'm just doing me and i can't pick like a niche you know i just have to do me so like right now i was just lying down so i said to myself let me do this podcast because this came to me and i need to talk about it and share it with people as well yeah so um having said that it's uh because right now it's crazy like um my Instagram is good, it's popping. Um, my Facebook is okay, it's popping. We I mean to me it's okay because I got a few thousand people, like you know, like five thousand. To me, that's all right. Uh, I know I'm gonna get a few more thousands to come. Uh, I'm just gonna keep putting out my content till I get a million people and just keep going, cause um, I'm good inter- at interacting with people. I'm good at giving people advice. I'm good at songwriting. Um, managing all that kind of stuff so i'll just be giving you my ideas sometimes if i'm not right i could be right yet i'm right oh i'm wrong but i could be right (laughs) so you know what i mean but feel free always to comment or wherever this podcast is at correct me if i'm wrong but most of it is going to be my opinion my thoughts and we just do it as we go just doing me and some of them will be the actual facts but like I said, facts sometimes just don't matter. You understand? Like, do want to get your opinion, build onto it, or just do it. You understand? So, if it's a fact, it's happened already. So, just do something else. Just keep going. That's what I am doing. So, that's why I'm not listening to other people's podcasts. I don't know what they do or what they say. I even don't know what I'm doing. I'm just, all I did was see, oh, you can press this and record yourself, then transmit it to to people send it out there to people that's what i am doing so um yeah uh promoting is kind of like crazy right now like i haven't done what kind of social media to jump on what kind of um you know uh, distribution so but i got that sorted out recently uh a couple of years ago anyway because um on my record label that i did myself i got my own record label i, I have my two artists um that I'd, I'd signed on put them on uh, destroy kid and distributed distroy kid distributed their music over 
to different uh, distributions like uh, iTunes, Spotify, uh, Google Music, um, Amazon, and all them other ones. Um, it's it's kind of like you know it's it's massive out there. And today I was watching um Kevin Hart. <laughs> yeah, respect Kevin Hart and. I'm glad that you you all right. You you you're back to doing your social media thing, man. You're killing it. Love you, love you, love you to bits. And today I was saying him, I'm like, it, now as I'm saying this, he had like, um, three videos on his TikTok, <laughs> and I like his his style, you know, because on TikTok when I went there, I, you know, the videos pop up. So I see him, I'm like, oh, Kevin Hart is on this, but. Because uh, his friend popped up, um, The Rock, the other time. I was like, oh, Rock is on to this as well. So, and Kevin was in the background. So now Kevin is jumped on it. I'm like, wow, cool. Because we're all like them grown-up people. But we're jumping onto this uh, social media, which was for kids. And we're doing us, you know. Like I said, I'm also on TikTok. I'm doing me. Um, for now, at the, at the moment, I go, me, I'm a little miss because she's crazy. She loves me so much, so turn on the music and just start dancing and she likes it when i'm recording her so we record and you know get crazy she's like my son and Messiah as well when i turn on the camera he likes it we just go crazy you know we wild out and so at the moment that's what i have on my tiktok so kevin was saying on his tiktok i think that's his type because the two videos i seen i said yeah the two videos one of them is like kind of like edited it's got that thing i think at the red carpet so where he's saying oh I'm on my TikTok. I think he said something like, I'm on my TikTok. And the voice in the background, I think that's his wife saying, that's not how you do TikTok. Why don't you say how you better dance TikTok? And he's like, no, it's his TikTok is doing it his way, his TikTok. So I think he's just doing him. So I don't think there's any style strategy of just getting on TikTok. You know, I think just do you, you know, because kids nowadays, they... They're different from when we was growing up. Growing up, we used to go outside, play, you know, all that kind of stuff, climb trees, you know, because I grew up in Africa, like, would, you know, put, would break sticks. I'd get a car tire, put the sticks in the middle, inside the car tire, put water in there, push it, you know, pretend like that's a bike or, you know, something like that. Would make cars out of wires. Man, we were so, so creative would go out there and play that's how we used to play so just imagine if there was tiktok at that time or instagram or all these kind of social media at that time our social networking was outside physically not right now right now everything's just gone it's just internet all that kind of things different you know but we did us and now kids now they do with them you know because my kids but the good thing I um, love the way the mom brings them up and how we bring up my kids. They got limited time to watch TV. They got limited time to, to play on their, on their, with their gadgets. All that they got limited time. So we have to give, we give them time to study, to 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 do all the things that the activities, learn the guitars, or the piano, uh, martial arts, all that kind of stuff. We give them that time. Then when they get home, they also have to get time to play on their own with their toys you get me and interact then we've been given time to go outside and play with their friends as well 
so we don't want to deny them all that so with that knowledge they'll have the knowledge and the power and everything that we grew up having and what we have right now so they can mix it and boom bring out their best but but they still oh what's the word i'm looking for but they still know that there's a social media actually it's my kids who introduced me to tiktok my little guy was like, Daddy, go see TikTok. Are you, you're not on TikTok. I'm like, what's TikTok? So she had to show me. But I was thinking, how do I jump on TikTok? How do I do it? Because I don't want to jump on TikTok and, you know, act funny. I want to be myself when I'm on there. So, gladly, because normally I record myself when I'm doing, you know, playing with my kids or doing anything. Sometimes I'll just turn on my camera and just record. So... So I started seeing what I had recorded. So, yeah, that's what I put out my TikTok. So, right now, I think it's really hard. Either is it is to promote music or your content is still hard because you got to play the game. And I think the only way to play the game is just to be you. You know, just do you. And people follow, follow. If they don't follow you, they don't follow you. And try out different kind of things. So, that's what I'm also doing right now. You know, I'm trying out different ways. Like you know, my TikTok, I will say what I like right now. If I'm doing this, I'm recording myself. I put it out there. It doesn't matter if it's funny or it's not funny. Well, because you get other people. Because um, I was looking at um, I was going through it because I was studying how TikTok works. Like I've seen a couple of people like um, motivation speakers just jump on it and just put their own content there, and it's not really being funny. So yeah, I think it's. How you do your TikTok is how you promote it. Um, Spotify is a bit hard. I don't know how it is, but another time I was reading through um, the, their website, how to do it on, uh, you know, how to get your music out there. So, yeah, I went through it and I know what to do. It's just uh, put your music out there, share it, and just keep sharing it. Tell your friends to share it. And listen get your own kind of like group of um selection in your list um include your list onto it i'm still learning it like i said so i can't give you much about on it but i mean that's how you got to do it you know so my thing like i said is many social medias many media ways to promote your music and you've got to be on all of them that's the thing you got to be on all of them. So for struggling artists or upcoming artists, indie artists, I think it's good to try all of them and just keep pushing. Uh, right now, everything is easy. You've got your phone. You've got everything right there on your phone. So have all these apps on there. So if you post something, and some of these apps allow you to share your content one time. So if your Instagram, it will allow you to connect with your tiktok with your youtube your you know whatsapp everything <coughs> excuse me i got a call no it calls oh excuse my voice yeah so you do that you just keep putting it out there what i've learned and heard is you need to be consistent so we need to be consistent i'm saying this because i know everyone is saying it but i that's what i've realized recently i've been i've been consistent on my instagram again and yeah people 
starting to follow me more, you know, because I was on tour with the album some time back, and yeah, people were really, really following me, and I would also throw in like um, those Facebook ads, so I would get my fans from Facebook to my Instagram, and I'll post my Instagram on my Facebook, so that's how I got these few thousands of people following me. But now I want to put it on another level. I want to get all my fans around the world. I want to get them from Africa, Asia, Europe, America, you know, everywhere. I want to get them. I just want to be like all these other superstars because I'm the next guy. I believe I am. So, like I said, sometimes I'll come around cocky, but, man, you've got to believe in yourself. Like I said, you have to blow your own trumpet because no one's going to blow your trumpet. So that's me. I blow my trumpet. Um, <coughs> yeah. But yeah, so be consistent. Keep posting. Keep posting. Keep taking good those good pictures. Keep they don't even need to be super super good. Like it's the moment. Like if you go on my, my Instagram, I don't have many pictures that I've gone in the studio to take. But I'm thinking later I'll start doing that. But my pictures I take right now, they're just doing great. So the phones, like I say now, the phones are all brilliant. You know, iPhones just released a brilliant phone. See, my friend with it yesterday took good pictures of me. But I, for one, I'm an Android guy. Love Samsung. And this is not like an advert, but yeah, love them. I love Android phones. Pictures, put them out there. Music, keep sharing it. Um, keep coming up with ideas. Like I said, it's just do you. Um, it's good for us, upcoming artists, to listen to listen and read about what is out there you know or even follow what people are doing so follow your favorite artists see how they do it what they're doing just keep on to that be relevant that's what my sister was telling me she's like joe you gotta be relevant you got to be relevant because i'd fallen off this music thing i hadn't fallen off because i was concentrating on to running the record label you know trying to push my artists um, of which I'll talk about next time. Like sometimes you can't push somebody who is not willing to push themselves. But that will be for next time. For now, I'm just talking about how to promote, how we can promote ourselves. And if you have any solutions, any comments, please do do comment on that. Or do follow me on my Instagram, inbox me, anything. So like I said, this is new. I'll find where to put it. If we share it, if there's where you can comment on Spotify, please just do that. So, yeah, we've got to know how to promote our music, how to push it out there. But to me, I believe just be yourself. You know, be yourself, get it out there still, and see where it goes, you know. Because uh, sky is not a limit. You are your own limit. So there's no limitations here. Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, but I said, man, it's all good. It's all fun. Hopefully, um, my fan base will, will grow three times or ten times as I, I need it to. Um, to me, this is an experience. At the same time, it's an experiment. Um, I'll experiment it and experience it as I go. So... My fans listening to me right now, or if you just stumbled on this podcast and you th- you know you believe what I'm saying is 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 good or 
it's it resonates with you please do share it just follow me on my social media and let's build this together i'm not an expert on this but i'm i'm an expert of me so everything that i've done i've created i've just you know learned along the way and some people i don't read much really um i just do i prefer audio books for listening and watching movies so that's how I, I, I learned i read not much really so like i said it's the same things you know getting <coughs> knowledge into your brains to to know how to do things and um i've tried to follow a few of these um gurus or you know i don't want to like piss on them but um sometimes they'll they'll, they'll put on an advert tell you oh follow me I will have a free course for you. Da, 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 da. You jump into it. That free course, you know, adds into some some weird amount of money. Then you pay that. Then he adds onto another. They just keep piling up and they never get onto the point. That's another thing. Love what they do. Love how they get the money. I don't know. I haven't tried. I've tried to see how they get the money, but to me, crazy. That also will be another topic for next time. But for now, the best you can do from those guys the millionaires is buy the books watch a movie about them and because they're not going to give you the secrets that i've come to realize they will sell you their secrets but for a large sum of money and after you following them over and over and over but they do sell those ideas to their close friends or their family you understand but to you like nobody they want to sell that to you so the best thing to do is read about the book and Follow them on, you know, maybe yeah, follow them on their Instagrams or their social media and all that kind of stuff. But um, if you want to pay for their courses and all that, that's up to you. Uh, it, it works for some people. I, 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 it does because I see some people bringing them that out. I say, oh, I made a couple of millions in six months on that, on that. Maybe it works. But I'm, I'm not that kind of person. But probably, maybe a year from now, who knows, maybe I, I may be that person. Who knows maybe what we're doing with you right now what we're building here could turn out to make a lot of money and we could turn out selling our courses as well so never say never but if i'm to do that i want to do it the right way you understand and if it means giving out some knowledge for free why not because i do it all the time and anyway, because i've inspired my team i've inspired people around me so yeah it's just they've gone on to become successful from well we grew up to where we are right now because i grew up like like i said if you listen to my first podcast it's my introduction so i have my it's my introduction i tell you where i grew up from how far i've come to be where i'm at so everything i've done myself i've been experimenting it you know and experiencing it as i go and I'm always so grateful as well. I've learned to, to be so grateful. I, w- I, I was grateful, but I didn't know that I was I should be this grateful and live the moment. Because every time I've been living the future, like I'm in the present right now, but I'm like, I need to do this tomorrow. I need to do that. But now I've learned to be in the moment. I live in the moment. I dream of the future and I plan of the future. Because if you let the moment pass by, you're not going to enjoy it. So enjoy every minute every moment you have to get to your future so that's how i am and that's how i'm doing it right now 
um the reason why i did this podcast is not going to be that long uh, i didn't want it to go all this you know all these minutes the 20 minutes past but um i thought you know things just keep popping in my head like i said i just keep saying stuff that comes in my head facts or not facts because i don't believe in facts facts are already there so what we're doing is an experiment we, we, we uncovering something new that is not out there yet so i'll mix my facts and my thoughts and my beliefs and yeah what i'm thinking right now at that moment when i do my podcast yeah so that was what i was trying to say or this is what i'm saying like there's a lot of media going on why you need uh social media why you need to put your content if it doesn't matter if, if you're a fashion designer you're a musician a, a book writer whatever you are promoted but in all social medias and it's hard it's tricky but i can't tell you this one is good this one is not good but you just have to keep trying all of them because yeah, that's what i'm doing right now so if you follow me you'll see like my social media is not doing that good but i'm going to build it like i said it's an experiment and an experience at the same time and a living the moment so that's what i'm going to do i'm on tiktok right now i'm just doing me i'm on um instagram doing me i'm on facebook doing me sometimes i only take days not posting doesn't matter if i'm not in that zone i'm not going to do anything i'm not going to post it I'm not going to walk out and just take a photo for my Instagram or something. I have to be in that moment to do it. So that's how I do it. But if you feel like you want to do something, to do it differently, you can do it differently. Because I've seen um, the, the, the influencers, that's what they do. They go dress up, do all that kind, put on the makeup and whatever they do. Go out there, take good pictures, put it on Instagram or on their social media. Boom, get likes. Um get companies you know endorsing them and all that kind of stuff but they're doing them so if you're not comfortable doing that then don't do it feel comfortable in your own skin then do it or in your own environment so don't push it or if you feel like oh sometimes you could just practice it you just keep going practicing it then you get used to it like this podcast and now i'm getting i'm practicing as well and uh i used not to video myself that much but now i'm also doing that even when I'm out there, I'm like, I'll just turn on my video, you know. I'm trying to beat that shyness. But it's me jumping out of my skin. So take your time. Do it. Don't force yourself. Because if you force yourself, you won't bring out the best in you. So be comfortable. Do what you've got to do. And more especially, do you. Uh, yeah, like I said, there's a lot of social media there's a lot of ways we can promote our music i know it sounds easy but i'm doing it it's hard maybe i'm doing something wrong i don't know somebody please comment let me know what i'm doing wrong or what i'm doing right or if you're experiencing the same thing as i am please feel free to write feel free you know to contact me let's see how we can solve this problem as coming up artists and so that we get to the top there as well so for now that's what i got to say on uh, music promotions the different social medias how we can put our content onto them so just try put your content on all of them and just be you
don't copy what another person is doing just do you if somebody puts on a song the singing to it don't sing into it do something else you could even be sitting on your toilet doing something do that if you feel like that's the right thing that's you yeah why not put it out there so yeah for me and to my listeners that's how we're going to be doing that so thank you very much for listening to my day two podcast i'm excited to be on to it i now stop counting but for now i'm excited it's my second i tell i'm doing this i hope you love me i hope you enjoy it please do share it do listen to my music it's everywhere on all the platforms please do share it as well uh i, I love that I, lo- I love you so much and let me know when you share it inbox me or hashtag me hashtag draw hive or hive young nation i will find you i will find you and i'll give you a shout out as well and yeah let's do this let's do this thank you very much yeah i still remain your humble boy draw hive hive young nation forever peace and love be the champion that you're meant to be love you all god bless Yo, what's up, people? You're welcome to Draw Vision Podcast. It's your boy, Draw Hive himself, a.k.a. The Gracious Drone, listening to this channel on Site and Sabuti. So, go check us out on Facebook. Go check us out on Instagram. Go check us out on all the social handles Um, on this for this podcast and other things that will be showing up, coming up, and all that craziness, madness, fashion, uh, you know, podcast talks and all that. So be sure to check it out on site and Savuti. And thanks to Anchor for making this happen. And uh, this is where we're recording this from. And thanks to our sponsors who are addressing us today, Hiveware. And um, yes, so let's kick it off. <laughs> uh, first of all, I want to apologize. I've been off a while. Uh, I had ups and downs, you know, as an entrepreneur, I have a lot of things that I keep doing. Um, it's not easy to come up with content um, at the same time, pushing other uh, agendas, pushing other goals that I have in life. But I'm, now that I'm trying to balance the whole thing, getting my whole team structured together, I think it will give me more time uh, to to talk to you more time to you know make more podcasts for all of you and in future i'm I'm looking forward to bringing people interviewing you know different kind of people uh celebrities and uh, normal people but i want to make this different i want to talk to normal people like who who go through everyday life doing what we do um doing what we want to achieve to do because now the world has changed. It's no longer looking up to like the people we thought were superior, inferior, you know, uh, the celebrities, the, you know, or the normal people. So the superior nowadays are the inferior and the inferior are the superior. So, you know, like it's a world of tech. So we all need to get involved. And these are the kind of people I'll be talking to and interviewing and bringing on, uh, you know, on this podcast as we grow and i want us to grow together so thank you so much for supporting thank you so much for 
sharing my podcast because I, I was looking at um, the analysis and i seen a lot of people watching these people you know posting it shout out to my people in america britain shout out to my people back home in uganda you've been really really a massive support listening because as the percentages are crazy and i appreciate that i didn't think you'd be really like listening but it's amazing i'm, I'm, I'm so grateful that you know we're connecting as a people and for today's topic that's what i wanted to bring about the connection but as everybody knows that i'm into music and fashion and culture and this is what this podcast is structured on this is the foundation of it so today i thought we talk about fashion african fashion um why african fashion is not growing and I think this is something, this is a topic that we need to push. This is a topic we need to be talking about. So today I'm going to raise it up. I know I'm not the first one to talk about it or to raise it up, bring it up. I know other people have been talking about it, but <clears throat> I'm going to elaborate more on it. I'm going to focus more on it or I'm just going to like, um, what's the right one I'm looking for? Spark another conversation about it. So as you all know, I'm Ugandan uh, and I'm a fashion designer, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm a music mogul. So these are the things that I love, things that I talk about with my friends day to day, everywhere. I'm, yeah, I'm just, if it's not about fashion, it's music. If it's not about music, it's, the, you know, our culture. It's, um, it's you know, I rotate around that because that's what I love. That's my passion. So uh, this thing has really been bothering me a lot, like just like the music. I think I talked about it on my other podcast, but I think I'll be talking about it again because we need to keep supporting African culture, African creativity, and especially uh, my people in Uganda because this, um, I, I don't want to talk about other countries that I do not know more about or much about, but I'll, I'm, I'll, my conversations are normally based on Uganda when I'm talking about Africa because that's the country that I know best. That's my country. Those, those are the people I talk to every now and then. So when I talk about anything, it's the community that I live in that I normally like, like to talk about that influences me, that I, you know, that I learn from. So <clears throat> today my topic about this fashion, why we're not really pushing ourselves is more on ugandan base so i'm just gonna kick it off right now as you know yeah so one thing i noticed is uh, i myself i'm a fashion designer i make t-shirts like zara t-shirts tracksuits um basically i would say it's um streetwear and hot couture and i'll just shortly give you a background of myself um, I can't tell when I started designing or when I got into fashion, but as far as I can remember, I've always loved good things, good clothes. So um, I was one of those kids, I would say, or one of those privileged kids in Africa <clears throat> who grew up. Um, I wouldn't say my family was poor or was rich. We were average. Um, my dad was, rest in peace, my dad passed on. My dad was a police officer. 
my mom was a police officer as well my dad was an athlete and a coach my mom was an athlete she she was at one time i think ranked number three in africa um short putter she was the best in uganda and um yeah so i grew up um i didn't grow up like most african kids like the way people portray it like in poverty and all that no okay well sometimes we'll go like you know um wouldn't i wouldn't say we missed a meal but sometimes things wouldn't be good you know but mom and dad always provided always tried to put something on the table they always gave us you know good things they didn't want us to to feel left out or admire other people you know so we, we had a lot of things going on so i was that privileged kid uh, i was able to go to the best schools in uganda i was um able to to have the best friends around the you know the country that also led me to where i am right now so as far as um i know or i can remember fashion has been my passion and this i adopted from my dad because growing up my dad was this fashionista he was he was in his own league because one time i remember um back in the day i remember a lot of police officers <laughs> they used to come at my dad's place in our house and they would borrow suits for occasions like you know and my dad would you know lend them his suits though you know wear them like on these like awesome parties and stuff like that so i saw my dad like you know being one of these guys who would stand up from the rest of the people like I, I always admired his style, I admired him so much. And I think that's how my passion, you know, started growing. And that's how I started getting it. And my mom, the same thing. I think my mom was not really into fashion. Actually, now she's that lady who was not really into fashion. But I'll come and tell you more about my mom's fashion story. She's got that kind of like pretty woman story. You know where Julia Roberts walks into the shop and everybody looks at her like, eh, she can't afford it. That's my kind of mom. My mom was always like that. Um, she's not really into fashion, but she knows what fashion is all about. But my dad, on the other hand, he was that guy who was really into fashion. Like, he was unique. He used not to wear the same things that everybody wore. No. My dad was like, if you're going to wear this shirt, I'm going to wear this shirt. And he would do his things differently. So that, that's been a big inspiration to myself and my sister as well. And the thing I've passed it on to my children. So, yeah, as far as I'm concerned, fashion has just been in my blood, I would say. So, yeah, from my dad, I picked up this fashion thing. And um, so, uh, fast forward, I go to school. And I remember when I um so I went to King's College, uh, Cabalega. Then I went, um, I left that. I was there for two years. I left, then I went to Namisagali College. Um, but I, I remember 
when I was in King's College in Masindi, it was um, still my fashion was crazy because I remember the first time I went, it was a boarding school. So the first time I went to school to this, you know, uh, secondary school, the kids who welcomed me, uh, they were a class ahead of me, I think <clears throat> two classes and somewhere like a class. I remember them like talking to me in a nice way. As soon as they got me in my dormitory, they were like, one of them was like, can I can I borrow your outfit? Because, okay, they were sneaking out to go. Uh, you know, there was like a dance in the town. So they were going to sneak out, go for that dance party. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but as soon as I opened my suitcase, people liked my clothes. They were like, they wanted to borrow them. So I remember like kids who were like two classes above me um, borrowing my outfits. I was like, well, cool. And what I'd forgotten, like where I was, where I grew up from, I was like a fashion icon, and I'm as people still look at me like that. So I think I've always had that fashion thing in me up to now. I fast forward, I left Cavalega, uh, I went to um, in Amasagali College, same thing. First day I reached school, as soon as like. The clothes that I, I wore, like in the Masagali College, what we did every Saturday, we had like a dance. It was, it was kind of like a, a disco. So um, my, our principal headmaster was, was a father uh, from Wales, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it was Britain from Wales. So we, this is one of the best schools in Uganda. So we had discos every every saturday that was like a social kind of thing and we had boating regattas we had swimming galas man school was like top notch everything was like off the cheesy so when they moved me to this school my dad moved me to this school like to to improve on my um creativity because they believed my creativity would be enhanced if i moved to that school so they moved me to that school and amazing but yeah first day i get there that was a friday i remember evening <clears throat> um they this they brought kids um and asked them to you know carry my luggage to where i was going to sleep to my dormitory same thing kids were like asking me oh man you can i borrow your outfit that you're wearing man you look good man your shoes you i was like cool and that same day, that evening when, um, okay, yeah, they were booking that for the next day, which was Saturday. So on Saturday, can, can I, do I, am I, no, I think it was, I think it was a Saturday when I got there. Yes, it was a Saturday when I got there. Yeah, that same night, kids, those kids were taking me, escorting me to my dormitory. They were booking my outfit. And when I got out of my office to go to the club. They were like, whoa. And kids wanted to borrow some of my stuff. So, yeah, I borrowed them my stuff. And now I'm, I, sometimes I'm like, why didn't I even like rent this stuff to them? But, which was all good. So, I didn't know. Um, at that time, all I knew was allowed fashion and I was pushing it. And, um, okay, fast forward. Come, um, S5, um, that's um, A-levels, met one of my friends who came from another school, same thing happened, like, 
and because I had to go back to the same school. They came from another school. He saw my style. He was like, man, you're incredible. Have you ever thought of doing fashion designing? I'm like, no, I'm into music. I, I want to do music production and all that. It was like, you can do both. You can do music production and at the same time, um, you know, make clothes. So that's when it sparked me that, okay, I can be a fashion designer. But I was already a fashion designer, but I was like, now let me go learn the skill and, you know, improve on this. Because at that time I was more like, um, what's, what's the right word I'm looking for? Um, I would say like right now it's like a fashion consultant. Um, yeah, I was more like a fashion consultant. So I wanted to upgrade it. So fast forward, I go to school. I, I learned tailor, tailoring. At that time, there was no like, um, this is my early 90s. Um, not really early 90s. This is like late 90s, 2000 around that time. Um, there was no like um, fashion schools in Uganda. We had only one fashion school. I went there. It was expensive. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do this. I'm just going to learn how to, to, you know, cut patterns and sew. And I would I figure out the rest by myself. But what happened, the school I went to, um, one of the tutors ended up being one of my friends because he saw my collection and was like, I don't know why this school didn't take you or give you like a scholarship. You're incredible. So I ended up being good friends with him. We would challenge one another. And, you know, so those are the people kind of pushed me to, to be the person that I am, my creativity to another level. So, yeah, I, I end up going to a tailoring school, of which was also a problem. Like, no um, technical school would take me. Because now in Uganda, we got fashion schools and all that. But back then, in, in the 90s to the 2000s, when I, I went to, you know, to do it, there, there was none. And I went to a Catholic one because I used to go to church there. So they took me in. And most of them, they would take um, women. Because uh, if you're not familiar uh, with our culture in Africa, I would say uh, most of these handy jobs are for women, like um, tailoring, um, sewing, um, you know, basket making, all that. All this art and craft is looked it's looked down upon, I would say, and they refer it to women or children. So everywhere I went, they were like, no, you can't do this. It's only for women. It's all. But anyway, when I put my mind to something, I end up doing it. No matter what it is, it doesn't matter how long it takes. I'll still keep doing it, pushing it till I get it. So that's what happened. Anyway, I go in and <clears throat> I got in and I did my course and I was incredible because even my teacher used to be like, oh my God, you're doing things differently. But because... I knew what I wanted. I was just there to learn the cutting pattern, the, the pattern cuttings and, you know, the rest. Then I knew I would take it to another level. And now I'm still learning. Every day I learn because fashion is different. It keeps, you know, um, evolving, you know, because right now where we, how we're doing it is different from how I did it back in the day or the, the years that, you know, I learned. So...
so fast forward that's um a bit of my background i'm i'm hoping um i think i've spent like 18 minutes talking about that so yeah um hopefully next time i will i'll just you know i'll just drop a whole bio about myself my music uh my fashion so those will be like different ones because i can take like days talking about it very incredible stories you know amazing stories when i look back but this journey of mine has been crazy this journey of mine has been crazy sorry uh, it's, it's been crazy amazing ups and downs and so professionally i've been in fashion i got say three years now i think three years three years yeah that's when i started doing like um runways um putting out like you know amazing outfits and <clears throat> opened up my you know social media and now people know who i am so i've been traveling around the world showcasing and you know people call me other designers call me to you know uh, support them to feature with them in you know their showcases um yeah so you know i've done new york done uh belgium we've done um a london fashion week as well we've we've done chigali fashion week uh we've done mercedes benz um i've been on a couple of them you know so i was we were gonna do um fashion show in nigeria but the pandemic hit and i've been invited to um universities to you know showcase and um you know talk about fashion so i've been fortunate uh, you know to, to spread out the word and learn more from you know other designers other companies other people so um with all that i've been learning i thought maybe i talk about something um african you know fashion like one thing i've noticed and um, is that one we, we we love our creativity we do africans like we, we do love our you know our heritage but the thing is we do not support it enough as we should so that's where my problem comes in like <clears throat> i'll be like every every event i've gone to because mine is different i'm 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 a fashion i'm an african fashion designer but i'm inspired by hip-hop music i'm inspired by um rap music um the the, the hip-hop culture so i look at street fashion first before i even look at my heritage you understand and i have to blend in my heritage because that is in my blood because everything even even when i'm designing like a pair of jeans first i'm like oh i'm hip-hop i love hip-hop i like this style but at the same time like i'm african i need to you know incorporate this it's just that dna that just jumps in and as we keep going on and as i keep evolving and learning more the hip-hop culture is african culture so these two things are the same like when somebody says uh streetwear which is hip-hop is the same as african culture so or heritage it's the same as one thing that's how i say it. that's how i view it 
So I know other people are going to argue and be like, oh, right, right, right. but that's how, to me, that's how I see it. Because hip-hop originally rapping comes from Africa. Hip-hop originally comes from Africa. Not Brooklyn, like everybody says. No, it's originally from Africa. Because right now, if, if you go back, you say, everybody will tell you like, oh, what people are doing right now, rapping, our ancestors did that way back in time. So, <clears throat> that's, that's more, that's what really like, you know, pushes me to design. Um, that's what I come up with, you know. So, right now we call it street fashion. So, I'll say that, I'll stick to that. So, everywhere we go, um, most African designers will come up with, you know, the African fabric, the African designs, the chitenji, the, um, I don't know, other people call them in you know African language, but you know what I'm talking about, the African material, the typical nice African beauty. And people will be crazy. They'll love these outfits. And when I bring up my stuff, people love it. They go crazy. And kids, especially the teenagers, because this relates to them. So they're looking at the urban um, designs like, you know, off-white they're looking at spring nike you know balenciaga so my stuff is easily like accepted or easily you know um stands out because of that and which is amazing anyway not complaining love it and the other outfits as well stand out so we're all unique in our different ways so one thing i notice is most people like the show. It's they'll come to see the show. They'll pay to see the show. Or the runway or something like that. Um, and most of like. How they say. Okay because nowadays I, I do go for fashion shows. They just fashion. They call me for fashion. I do that. And sometimes they'll call me to events. Where there's like people singing. Or it's like the whole culture. People will be singing, dance, drama, then fashion, which, you know, will be there. So other people, like, forced to come and just watch. By the end of the show, people will come and, like, you know, maybe they want an autograph or talk to you and asking you, you know, how long you've been designing, they, that inspiration. And some want to buy the outfit, you get me. Um, I see there's the love. The love is there. And the only problem is sometimes or most of the times is purchasing our product so that's why you that's that's why i find it really hard like look what i'm doing is luxury and what i know most of my other african designers that i've encountered or i've worked with or been to, on the show together they're also doing the same but some of them are forced to undersell because they just want to sell like get you know their items off themselves and what i've noticed is we, we don't have shops we, we don't have where we can sell our our, our outfits our designs we, we can't take them to h&m we can't take them to zara we can't take them to you know all these outlets because no one understands us yet no one understands this future, this futuristic African design. For God's sake, you've seen the movie, The Wakanda. Everybody loved the movie. That was African design. And 
everyone wants to dress up like that, but they don't know where to find this. And I'm I'm not going to be racist here, but I'll just put it out there. And I don't want anybody to think that I'm being racist or whatever. I'm not. But if you think I am, then that's your problem. But And this is not like my opinion. It's the fact, you know. Because uh, one time I was having a conversation with um, um, my friend, uh, Dave. Um, uh, sorry, not Dave. Not John. I see of uh, Randa um, Chigali Fashion Week. And he told me, like, um, I'm not going to talk about the designer. I'll not dispel the names here. I uh, don't want to get sued. But he told me, yeah, a white designer got, you know, designs from Rwanda, came and did them here, and put them out there and sold one outfit for like 2,000 pounds. But people bought it. It, 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 it sold out. And it was a luxury. It was an exclusive design. And people bought it. The same outfit, an African from Rwanda who designed it, put it out there. No one bought it. People were willing to buy it, but for less money. What the fuck is that? That's what really hurts me. You know, that you appreciate our work, but you want to underpay it. Why would you do that? We're supposed to be uh, uplifting one another. You get me? Supporting one another. Come watch us. Come for the shows. Um, if I put out my show, any other designer puts out their show, go support them. Buy their outfits. If they, you know, go to their Instagram, Facebook, website, support them. And the thing is, most of our African designers... They have affordable, you know, their collections are affordable. Like, um, the most, which is uh, average, is around maybe a hundred pounds or two hundred pounds. But you still find people complaining it's expensive. It's expensive, but they're willing to go buy um, um, a Balenciaga T-shirt or a Supreme at you know a thousand bucks, two thousand bucks, five hundred bucks. But an African designer puts out um, a nice outfit. They're not going to pay for that. And, like, sometimes I'm on a show. And after the show, somebody will come to me and be like, oh, man, that those are nice outfits, man. I love them. Um, Like, one lady came and approached me. She was like, I loved your show. I loved you. Uh, your, your showcase was amazing. Those outfits are amazing. I'm like, oh, thank you, ma'am. And she was like, about that dress, uh, how much is it? And I was like, the dress is not out yet. It's it's an exclusive. And she's like, can I give you 15 pounds for it? And I'm like, what the fuck? In my mind, I was like, <laughs> are you for real? Are you joking? And that's what, that's the worth she saw in me. And I'm thinking, when are we going to start like putting ourselves on a pedestal than just putting ourselves down here? She she knew definitely she knew the outfit was amazing was expensive was, and I told her it's an exclusive it's not out yet she wants it wants it for cheap I'm gonna give it to you I'm not giving it to you and I'm not selling it to you look and um, I'm okay I'll brag here because this is me people say I brag but fuck that shit that's normal how I am I'll say the way it is I'm not gonna like uh, spend 
money on um, expensive material. The sewing is expensive. The time I put in just to, to make something for chips. Because mm. it may look cheap to you, but it's the time, the experience that I've put in it. Like, you know, I've, I've been design. I've been a designer for like, um, when I was a teenager, I've been styling people. And now I'm a big ass man, a father of two, actually three. And I've, I've, I've you know, I've, I've been around the world showcasing and you come to me and you tell me, you know, you want to buy an outfit for 15 quid? Yes, if it's worth it, then I will sell it to you for that price but if it's not please don't because all the time i've spent learning this craft learning this skill putting all this together then um the time i've spent you know sewing it uh, with my team to to put it out to, to 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 get it ready for the show for the runway then put it out there to sell it that's time that's all what comes to the exclusiveness of it. And remember, like, one thing I, I didn't tell you, like, growing up in Africa, we, we didn't have, like, my era, we didn't have the shops that sold uh, outfits that I like. The outfits that I like were always, like, secondhand. And so every time I went to downtown buy second out outfits, I was unique. I, I was, like, the only one who had it. And that is how I've grown up. That's the same thing that inspires me. That when I make my clothes, I want exclusivity. I want to make like, if I make like, right now, when I make outfits, I'll make like 10, 5. The most has been like 15 outfits. Because I don't want everyone wearing them. So I, I feel good when my product is out there, but not everyone is having it. But at the same time, everyone can have it. Because it's not that I'm limiting people. It's just giving them that good feeling that, oh, it's only you with it. No, everyone is having it. I don't mind you guys can buy my brand. Like, you know, I have T-shirts affordable. If you want to feel like you're having a hive wear on you, there you go. Oh, and I drawn you. There you go. The outfit's there. Or any other designer. I know they all sell t-shirts. They, you know, they, they put out something for you that is affordable. But respect the price and the time and the effort that African designers put on. But at the same time, like, and this is the thing, like, with us Africans, we've just been brainwashed. We've just been brainwashed. We, 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 we raised to think that the Western world or the white man or the white designers make better than us. Everybody, like, if if it, say if I put my outfits out there and any other designer put their stuff there and you don't know who did it, I guarantee you people are going to pick my shit. Or any other designer's shit. Who is from another continent and especially Africa. Because the uniqueness, uh, we are unique, but just because uh, we they just took away our self-esteem, so we always think that we know the best, but we are the best. And it's high time that we we switched that narrative and started respecting African designers and you know paying for what they're worth. 
just instead of looking down upon them and be like, oh, that's an African, you know, designer or and the fabric at the same time. We make this our, our we make our own fabric. Like most of my when I make and um fabrics designs from African fabric, they are waxed. These are waxed. Some of them are we use honey to like, you know, get them prepared. There's this process that is organic that takes place to, to get these um fabrics the way they are. And these are like this is organic. This is expensive but at the same time we sell it for chips most designers will sell it for chips because most of them don't know their worth because we are programmed to take our worth away so like people who come to you and they want to buy you know cheap stuff of you i'm not like cheap stuff okay everybody wants a bargain people want uh, you know something affordable but you've got to assess it You've got to pay for what you see something is worth. So somebody would rather not pay a lot of that, but pay for China. That is way, way cheap and messed up fabric. That is not as rich as what we do. Because our fabric is organically made. You know, we, we, we start making our own, you know, our own fabric. Be it even if we buy like in China or we buy it anywhere, the the way they make it, they will duplicate it, but there will still be that authenticity. Authenticity. You'll excuse my English, don't worry about it, but you get what I mean. Mm-hmm. And there's that organic organic going on. So we need to start supporting African designers. We need to start supporting African products. Hell yeah, we've supported the Afrobeats. Right now, the Afrobeats is hitting, you know, like you go to America, Afrobeats, Jamaica, Afrobeats, the Netherlands, Scandinavia, anywhere, German, Afrobeats, London, England, Afrobeats. Because I remember when I just come to this country, like even just saying African, you are looked down upon. But now we stand up high and say I'm African and everybody, people want to bow down. And it's us, this generation that pushed the Afrobeats to be what the Afrobeats is right now. And it's the same, this generation that can switch the African designs to what it is. If we can push the Afrobeats to where it is right now, why can't we push our own African designs to that level? To New York Fashion Week, to Berlin Fashion Week, to Paris, Milan, name a few. It's high time we started seeing African designers on this, you know, on these runways. It's high time. But what they would do, like Vogue will just pick one, you know, some random designer, maybe from Ghana, Nigeria, whatever. And it'll be oh this 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 designer is good blah 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 he's good but he's not the only one we got like a bunch of them like even better than this uh, the designer you just pick but how is Vogue gonna pick that designer if just us the Africans are not supporting that designer if we're not buying from the designer we're not even pushing word of mouth we're not even tagging on you know social media. 
it's, it's just frustrating. But we need to stop this hate, this self-hate. We need to self-love. We need to start pushing each other, one another, to another level. Africa as a continent is, is, is bigger. Africa as a continent is bigger than America. Forget about the, the map that they show you that Africa is like one of the third, you know, continents in the world of second, whatever is it's, it's the biggest. Because all this this crap was like, you know, drawn to make Africans, you know, feel inferior. The African continent is big. We are rich. We got oil. We got um we got minerals. We got the freshest food. We got the richest fabric in the world. Everybody will be like, oh, Chinese silk. It's incredible. But how about the African fabric? Uh, well, I don't know about African silk, but I'm sure we, we do have silk. And every time like somebody, a designer from Africa makes something, you're going to criticize them. Oh, it's a good design. The fabric is cheap. What the hell? But it's same like you you go in any shop here and you see some fabrics like they're not all that. Because sometimes I'll be like in designer shops and I'll look at the fabric and I'll be like, okay, yeah, this is this. But as soon as an African designer makes the same, there's there's a design the same fabric, you're gonna criticize it. Or you're not gonna think it's worth paying a couple of good bucks for it. So we've got to start pushing one another. We've got to start pushing African designers to a level. You get me? Mm. We need to support Africa as as a whole country, rather continent, sorry. Yeah, when I say country should as well be a country, I don't see why we shouldn't unite. We should unite. It should be like, you know, um, United Countries of Africa. You know? Because we want people, we all think alike, you know. Like, look at the Afro bits. It's, it's, it's the same bit we're all using, you know. And it's the same drive going. So we are, might as well be one country. I know we could different languages and all that, you know. But we're, for now, we're, we're, we're a continent. So I'll stick to the continent. But we need to start pushing one another. We need to push that African narrative to our kids, to ourselves. Buying African fabrics, buying from African designers. <coughs> Excuse me. That's how we're going to push the culture. That's how we're going to push and raise the African economy. And that's how we're going to put the continent on a map. Shout out to you know, Chigali Fashion Week. Uh, shout out to uh, Mercedes Benz for putting out, um, you know, fashion, you know, shows in Africa. Mm. Shout out to all the African promoters who are, you know, putting out um, or supporting African fashion. Swahili is a Swahili nation in Kenya. Um, and others that I'm not going to mention, um, fashion shows in Nigeria, man. It's incredible. We want to see this going. We want to see it pushed to a level. 
and same with them with the straight wire that don't don't stop just keep pushing it keep pushing it because i know someday one day soon and this is the time african designs should be on the map should be shining african designers we are the next encourage young kids young designers older designers current designers from africa to keep going keep pushing keep buying from them show up at their shows it doesn't matter when somebody does a private show um for his collection buy the tickets film it post it on your youtube invite all the bloggers to come through interview you know the designer take pictures of the you know the collection radio presenters tv stations um youtubers influencers we all need to work as one mm-hmm. and shout out to the tiktokers that you know are from africa i see you you're doing your thing out there you know dancing to the afro beats nigerians doing their thing Ugandans doing their thing, Kenyans this thing, Rwandans, um, Ghanaians, Senegalese, we all on the TikTok promoting our own culture, our own music, and that is amazing. That is amazing, and that's the only way we're gonna push this. But this narrative is all about fashion. So. I don't think um I have more to say about this and um, but I appreciate comments. I appreciate people sending me um reacting to this podcast. Um comments are sending me uh voice notes because this is an anchor because on anchor you can always like, you know, subscribe and you know register to to send a message so i'll listen to your messages i can always message you back and the same podcast i'm 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 gonna put it on youtube so if you're watching it on youtube right now listening to it on youtube shout out to you if you have anything to add on comment down below or you know give me a topic we'll talk about it um yeah we just keep we just keep going so like I said I'm into fashion we'll be talking more about fashion uh like I said pick out a topic you want us to talk about we'll talk about it if you want me to invite you so we can you know have a one on one chat on fashion music culture all african culture hit me up so thank you so much for listening um do share this podcast to your friends um I hope I've inspired some of you or most of you. I hope um you know I've sparked the light into you. Um I hope I've given you awareness and if you are, you know, shying away from your culture, I hope I've given you the inspiration to be brave, bold and elegant to wear your own, support your own. and you know i'm looking forward to seeing african designers shine and if you're an african designer out there don't quit you're not alone you're not alone in this 
we are many we need to support one another we need to keep like inviting each other for shows don't just go showcase by yourself invite other show other designers if you're in africa invite you know african designers in europe or in america they don't mind they'll get a ticket they'll come down they'll support you same thing african designers who are in the western world invite the african designers let them come showcase in europe showcase in america showcase in asia so that's how we keep moving and that's the only way we're going to to get the african you know style out there the african fashion out there it doesn't matter even if you're, you're designing like luxury um streetwear uh, hot couture any different style jeans or western fabrics it does not matter but what matters is where you come from all i want to see all we want to see is this designer is from africa oh this is an, an african design shout out to the late uh, vajra Because he's the only guy right now that, you know, I can look up to and be like, yeah, he put Africa on the map. Off-white. The whole thing is African inspiration. So we need more of Virgils. We need more off-whites. And other, you know, black designers as well. So I'm not going to, you know, mention many, but, you know. So, without further ado, thank you so much for listening in. And um, yeah, like I said, um, today's topic, I was brought to you by Hivewear. Uh, go check out Hivewear, H-Y-V-E-W-E-A-R. On Instagram, Facebook, um, you know, YouTube, do follow them as well. Follow us. And shout out to Sait and Sawuti on YouTube, Facebook as well, where this podcast is going to be. And shout out to Uncle. Uncle, uh, you know, that's where we recorded this on the app. And yeah. So um, hopefully I'll get, um, you know, this podcast reaches everyone that is concerned inspires everyone and motivates us all so thank you so much it's your boy draw hive aka a drony they'll crash a drony stay loving stay peaceful keep promoting each other keep the african culture going keep your faith be strong never give up never ever give up no matter where you are right now, no matter what situation you're in right now, what you're doing, if it's not happening for you, it's going to happen. Do not stop. The only time you stop is when you're dead. But as long as you're breathing, never stop. Just keep going. So, peace. I love you all. Thank you so much. <laughs>